welcome to another episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vesner. How's it going anyways, mm-hmm. Kyle? And the young Tism. How's it going anyways, Tism? Produce him. Produce him. Sweet. So, How's it going? None of my shit works, ever. Yeah, Always breaking. It's fine. It's working now. Yeah, mm-hmm. If they're hearing this, it's working. <laughs> it is, but I always have to fuck with it for about half an hour. It's true. What, what, yeah. We got... We got nothing but time, Kyle. That's the beauty of living in a pandemic. I'm actually less stressed than I've been in probably months. Here's the problem with the I pandemic. I We don't have comedy or any other outlet or going on party. That sucks. So I'm at home getting all the shit done that I've been planning to get done forever, and I'm more stressed than I've ever been in my life. I told you this right before the podcast, but my head broke out in acting yeah. <laughs> on top of my skull. That's what God does to uh, people who don't believe in him. He's he giving sm- me boils? He smites them with boils. That's true. Well, that happened. I don't think it's God-related, because apparently it, coconut oil cures God's... Uh... Yeah, that's in there. Yeah, it's he in the, said, it's he in says, the Bible. What would it be called when he bestows? Not a cure. A plague? It wouldn't be a plague of boils on my head. Yeah, he'd strike you with boils It'd or a plague. a plague. A plague is when everyone gets that's them. That's what when, I thought. So what's one it called person, when it's just me? I think he just smites one person. I'd be smited. Yeah. <laughs> Smote. Smitten. <laughs> well, if anyone gets smited with frogs or flies or boils, just put coconut oil on it. Yeah, that, I think that'll Where's work. I've, uh, man, so I've actually had a crazy week. So Camilla was supposed to go to Sweden, right? And then she mm-hmm. didn't go. And then she, all of a sudden, last fucking, like, right after the podcast, I came home. She's like, I booked a ticket to Sweden. So she went. Oh, really? Dropped her off on Monday. So I'm kind of bored in my house. I have no one to fucking... Clean up after you? Well, more like she watches terrible shows and I yell at how dumb the show is. Oh, we dude. Have that going on. I instantly am way lonelier. Like two days alone, I'm like... Fuck, there's nothing going on here. Fuck the fuck social distancing. Let's go hang out. <laughs> I went from like everyone stay home to like I'm fucking lonely in like two oh, days. I, know. I miss my girlfriend. Dude, well she just says the most outrageous shit. Like she's fucking talking to her friends. This is right before she left. She's like, Yeah, YOLO. <clears throat> better safe than sorry. Like she she took YOLO and made it mean <laughs> be conservative. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about, Camilla? She's like, Yeah, YOLO, better safe than sorry. And I was like, that's not what that means. See, that's a new term. Yeah. <laughs> How like, do you fuck up a new term? You only live once, so be very careful with that life. Oh, that's, that's how she took it. <laughs> yeah. oh. No, she knows what YOLO means, but in that, like, she just says outrageous shit like that, and I jump on her and go, what did you say? And she's like, I don't know. <laughs> the best thing I had, the, one of my favorite things about having a girlfriend was to watch their stuff with them and ruin it. Mm-hmm. And now I don't have that, so I do it to Angus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we watched Jurassic Park last night. He's like, I want to watch new one. I'm like, all right, cool. And I just couldn't help it. I just fucking pointed out every dumb thing the whole movie. How many are, are there of those now? The newest one? T- too many. I think there's five in total. There's Fuck, five the total. first two were awesome. Of the, I yeah. think even the third one was of the franchise good. or yeah. the new ones. No, just I mean, as Jurassic a, Park, the original was fantastic. I only saw the first one. Great movie. Yeah, you, you gotta watch the second one. Okay. Yeah. Especially that was one of those movies that the like the special effects were like really good for its time. And well, that's because the special effects were actual real life uh, mechanical robotic robotics. Yeah. yeah. Anytime they didn't do computer effects back then, it holds up. It almost looks better. I love sometimes. old war movies when they had like. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of extras instead of CGI. You look, it looks a little different. It looks so much cooler, especially when like Braveheart. Yeah, they're charging across the fields. Do you know what I think makes it that new special effects doesn't have the people fucking up and the little, like it's not perfect. Yeah, so it seems real. Yeah, whereas now everyone's 
replicate it a billion times, so they move in like synchronicity. Yeah, yeah. Um, I forget what I was about to say, but oh, I had yeah. here, this is it. I was I have this great I have great news. We got it. I'm David get- actually dies to Goliath. No. No, that's over. That's I mean, David has killed Goliath. He cut off his head. Shit, I was rooting for the Goliath. <laughs> I'm getting a degree from Harvard. No, you're not. I yeah. So I saw you're getting someone a... posted on Reddit today that Har- Harvard's giving out like free online education, and then for forty bucks you can get a certificate that says so they have a cr- Christianity course. It's a six week course, and for forty, I paid up for it already because it started today, and I was like, fuck it. And so get I'm gonna the get in here. the mail a, like an online degree from Harvard <laughs> in Christian studies. <laughs> And then I'm going to fucking say that I have a degree from Harvard in Christianity Dude. for the rest of my life. That's fucking unbelievable. I know. I'm going to put it in the like description can of this I podcast. Can I get it? Yeah, probably. Yeah, everyone can get it. You just have to pass the course? It start. The course started today. It said April 16th. Like, Shit. Enroll today. So, yeah, get on it, Can man. I still do it? For probably. 40 bucks? Yeah. For, it was 50 bucks, and then I got that thing, honey. Honey. Can you do my work for me? Um. Yeah. Awesome. I looked over the overview. I was like, I already know all the shit. I figured I you feel, would. Yeah. But there is, if you take it for free, you don't have, like, they're not going to mark your assignments or anything like that. But if you pay the 40 bucks, you get, like, there's tests and assignments. And they give you a piece of paper. I imagine that it will be pretty fucking easy. You know what? I'm just going to do it on my own. Yeah. And see if I can pass this fucking course. It'd be great. <laughs> I'm going to do that and for then the we podcast. Have online, de- online degrees are hilarious. Like every click I'm is not like. I'm going to say anyone year. online. No, of course not. No, I'm just going to say a degree, degree from in Harvard. Harvard. Yeah. yeah. But it's an online. Like, oh, could you. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine when we get people in and be like, oh, I'm sorry. Where's your degree from? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mine's from Harvard. I have a theology degree from Harvard. <laughs> so that's going to be a great uh, way to prop ourselves up as experts on the subject. Very I, excited about that. I probably won't mention mine. I'll just I'll just couch mine for a long time, and then until anyone ever brings it up, I can go. Oh no, I do have one. <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually, I yeah. do. I just don't like to talk about it. <laughs> also, I don't think doctors read after. Sorry, I, I was editing podcasts all day today because I'm way behind, and I've been arguing with Kyle in my head. Kyle has just been living his life, and I've been yeah. listening to Kyle for four hours. Getting like fucking mad I was at just Kyle. Say you came in with some heat. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Fuck this guy and fuck Iron Chariots." <laughs> and he's like, "What are you talking about, man?" I'm like, "I'm mad at you from two months ago." <laughs> you and the rest of the listeners, probably. Oh, I gotta say though, man, if you're new to the podcast, go back and listen to uh, the one before Watermelon Drea, the one with Keith. When he emails, it's the in. one before Watermelon Drea. I believe. Here's my promise to you: we. Uh, I'm going to take that clip for next week and put it on the Instagram. <laughs> it's so fucking I keep on saying that for months now, but this one I will do. Okay, you guys can go listen to it, but it's about when Noah... The episode when, before Watermelon Drea. Angus, when, could you look that up? Young when, Tism? When the, when, the, when the world was flooded, Noah got on his ark with his three sons and their three wives and his wife, and they had to repopulate the earth. And this guy believes that all the races came from three, like a... You know, like the color chart, like green, red, and fucking blue or whatever it is? Yeah. Like, he thinks that all the races were made from those. And I it's, believe it's yellow, but. It is probably the funniest email <laughs> we've ever got. It's unbelievable because he legitimately believed <laughs> that three people could fuck diversely enough in different combinations. And, and genes. Th- and, let's not ruin it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they can listen. To, but that, that was fucking hilarious. I lost my mind. <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> that's the that's the most I've la- laughed in one of the most I've laughed in my life 
Because of how genuine he was. Especially the like the slow creep of like, is this guy for real? And then we're, we went, there's the whole arc of, this is really dumb, and then he must be trolling us, and then this is real again. Like, yeah, I still don't know to this day. It is real. Troll. Yeah, I think he sent us a new email, possibly. Uh, that's just the word. It's way above Le- Leviticus. It's in Judges. It's under the Judges section. So you can two go two pages back. Moving on. Uh, what what was I going to say? Scroll down, young <laughs> young tism. <laughs> there it is. Judges. judges. Yeah. We're in Samuel, by the way. Yeah, but then you're gonna need to go to older. Okay, this is I'm boring myself on this podcast. Scroll all the way down do, and do let us remember, know when you find it. Do you remember what we read about last week? Kyle? Yeah, David and Goliath. David dude. and Goliath. David David's David. Goliath's dick, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Imagine the hog on that guy. <laughs> the tip of his spear weighed nineteen pounds. That's of sexual innuendo. <laughs> They didn't report this in the Bible, but that's how David died, actually. Yeah. The real David actually died for getting speared, speared. with Goliath's cock. <laughs> speared from behind. <laughs> yeah. They said the head was five pounds. Uh, scroll down. He'll just tell us when he finds it. Down further. Down. Finally, some feminism. Scroll down. No, it'll say in the description. That's Yeah. No, one more. It's actually... No, one more. <laughs> okay. Alchemists agree. No, one more. Who got trolled harder? That's the one. Okay. Episode 92. Who got trolled harder? Episode 92 is yeah. when we... <laughs> yeah. I was going to say debate, Keith, but it's not a debate. It's a fucking massacre, dude. <laughs> it's a fucking massacre. It is the funniest take I've ever had. And it's honestly, if you're Christian, if you're a, if you're a true... If you're a true Christian who believes the Bible is accurate... Because if you don't believe the Bible is accurate, I, dis- I dismiss your God entirely. So if you do, and you're a true Christian, that has to be your take. A version of this has to be your take. And I know there's a few Christian listeners. Listen to this explain episode yourselves. and explain an alternative to Keith's view. Because I don't, I don't think just to take the counterpoint. I think Keith is locked in his ways, but I don't think Keith's an idiot. I think Keith is stuck in a debate he can't win. The Bible, just I don't believe this, but this is the Christian argument i would say Mm -hmm. the bible is written in narrative but it's also written in poetry it's written in like there's different sections of the bible sure so that's why they get to say well that's not literate that was just a metaphor Mm -hmm. but in the case of noah that is describing what they what the fuck happened (laughs) then that's that's not some sort of allegory or any like metaphor that is what the official story of the world getting flooded and repopulated because God regretted making humans. That's I, one of my favorite things that God had regret. The all knowing, all powerful things like, ah, I fucked up. That is funny. And the, you know, he was pissed at himself. Like, he he could have just erased his mistake entirely also. <laughs> well, that's what he did. He flooded the world. No, he could have just, now there's Snap. no earth. Yeah. yeah. The thing is he would know. That's a, that's the funny part about God is that he gets embarrassed. Like yeah. he was like, "Oh, the Egyptians are going to say some shit if I don't rescue the Israelites. What am I going to do if the Egyptians are making fun of me?" <laughs> so God's got this like fragile ego that like can't be made fun of. He so, wants his lesser thans. It's like if your God, if your dog doesn't like you, you know, which is how embarrassing would that be? That's not true, by the way. What the, the dogs just? I don't believe dogs have like likes. Neither do I. But I, you know, you know how your dog, when you get home, he's excited because he's gonna get food, and people, especially girls, mistake that for love. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's what God is like with us. Yeah. Except we're 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 the dog where God walks in the door and we go, eh, 
And he goes, oh, <laughs> and he goes, really? Oh, really? I'm going to drown you. Yeah. But not all of you, just some of you. So, And we I'll were... leave three puppies to fuck each other and create new, new, every species of dog that's ever existed. <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Keith, you're an idiot. I take so, it back. I said you weren't, but so, you might be. So we read about David and Goliath last week. Now, I said this before, but I'm just uh, reminding everybody. Now, the book of Psalms is way later in the Bible. If you're watching this, it's that much later in the Bible. But it's this weird book of the Bible, which is mostly poetry. It's supposed to be done to music. Mm-hmm. And there's kind of like worship Psalms, like we love God. And then there's like my life is shit Psalms. Okay. Then there's like... Things are pretty good. There's like, I think, four types, like admonitions. So this would be considered classical. So they used to think David wrote most of them, but now nobody really knows who wrote them. But David is still supposed to have written about 80 of the Psalms. And the book of Psalms is a fucking slog. It's the longest book of the Bible. It's 150 chapters. Just like, hold on, just like how Kim Jong-il shot the lowest round of golf and then created every uh, piece of pop music coming out of North Korea. Just like that. Yeah, he takes credit for everything. Just like King wrote all the poems when for sure it was just a bunch of poetry. Like fucking Steve Jobs. Yeah. (laughs) Like Like exactly. (laughs) Except Steve Jobs is at least like, I directed this shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Kim Jong-il just takes credit for everything that's created in his country because he's the god of the country. That... To believe that about yourself, he's obviously crazy. But if yeah. you actually believe, like, I made this because my subjects made this, yeah. that's got to feel pretty good. Like, he, he really said he shot a, a 16 in golf. A 16. A 16, which that includes means he got about a 12 negative holes po- in once. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He got, like, a two hole in one. Like, isn't there 18 holes on a golf course? What's that? 18 holes in a golf course, right? Yeah. So he shuts a six. So he got one. Oh, he hold in one par fours. He has like insane. Okay, but hang on. Yeah. If there's 18 holes and he shot 16, that means he got one ball in two fucking holes. I might be lying. It might be in the low 20s. Okay, because that- either way, it's the same thing. Because that yeah. means he got it in the cup and it bounced. No, no, no. no he no, he lit. No, that's mo- less shots than there are holes, Kyle. Oh, I misspoke completely. <laughs> yeah. Low twenties. Yeah, that's. I funny. meant twenty. That's funny. That what did I like, say? Sixteen. You know, I didn't yeah. hole in one every hole. Got to be a little bit. He, that's exactly. Yeah, but he <laughs> hold in one. You know, all the par threes. Couple eagles. Most par fours, maybe. and he he dunked all the par fives. No, or had a couple double eagles, <laughs> but you know, it's whatever. You it's like even I can't drive five. Can't be yards. perfect, right? The Tism used to work at a golf pro shop, so he knows what he's talking about. He does young Tism. So. Anyways, so before <laughs> I like autism also. <laughs> before we get <laughs> just all forms of autism. <laughs> before we get back to Samuel, I was going to read. So my plan is to read the Psalms as they happen in the narrative story. Mm-hmm. So you get the song. It's honestly pretty fucking boring and pretty ra- wacky. Like it doesn't make a lot of sense. The Psalms? Yeah. Okay. So this is Psalm nine. It's not going to go in order, but it's going to go along with the story. So Psalm nine is about. This is David later in his life reminiscing on the time he killed David yeah. or Goliath. And we wanted to give you these so you didn't have to. So the we, ones related to the parts of the Bible so you didn't have to listen yeah. to Caleb sing for two episodes in a row. Yeah, well, for fucking months in a row. So, <laughs> months in a row. So I'm just going to read There's the that song. that many? There's 150 songs. It's the longest Holy book of the Bible. Get the fuck out of here. It's the longest book of the Bible. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. This, that's a great idea. So this idea. is Psalm 9, and it says, For the director of music, which is David, to the tune of Death of a Son, which maybe was a popular tune back then. Do we? Do they know any of these? So it's like um, what the songs were now. Like, yeah. No, we How don't they know, went? No, we don't know any the tunes. Them? But that's like when you hear like uh, some sort of spoof. Uh, you're like, to okay. the tune of All the Wheels on the Bus Go Round and Round. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I feel like these, though, were like... 
they had no instrument ability, so I'll just do the song for you, okay? Blink, ding, da-da, boom. That sounds, that sounds like uh, somebody I used yeah. to know by Goat Goatsy. Oh, yeah. That's so, uh, also every god in the clouds is also Goatsy. Okay, so <laughs> Psalm 9, yeah. verse 1. I will praise you, O Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of all your wonders. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing your the praise of your name, O Most High. By the way, this is what God loves. This is God's favorite shit. Mm-hmm. David is said to be God's favorite person, and he is a dirtbag. We get to see. <laughs> really? Gonna, oh, yeah. We're going to go through David's. He's fucking other people's wives. Oh, he's killing people. He's like. We're going to call him a dirtbag? No, he is a dirtbag. Dude, bag. he sounds awesome so far. But he sings songs to God, and God likes that, and mm-hmm. God calls him a man after his own heart. So God's a lot like Donald Trump. Yeah, God likes getting his dick sucked. Yeah. Who, so, what guy doesn't? And so David made 80 songs about how great God is to play on his harp. This is like how I won't read their email if they don't suck my dick at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> my, my enemies turn their back. They stumble and perish before you. For you have upheld my right and my cause. You have sat on, my, on your throne judging righteously. You have rebuked nations and destroyed the wicked. You have blotted out their name forever and ever. Endless ruin has overtaken the enemy. You have uprooted their cities. God e- spits on his hand again. Okay, keep going. <laughs> then what I do? <laughs> now what? Tell me about how their memory <laughs> perished forever. All right, slower. Okay. Endless yeah. ruin has overtaken the enemy. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, a little faster. Even the memory of them has perished. The Lord reigns forever. Oh, dude, this is and he has sexy. established his throne of judgment. He will judge the world in righteousness. He will govern the peoples with justice. The Lord is a refuge for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. Those who know your name will trust in you. For you, O Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. Sing praises to the Lord enthroned in Zion. Proclaim among the nations what he has done. For he who avenges in blood remembers. He does not ignore the cry of the afflicted. O Lord, see how my enemies persecute me. Have mercy on me and lift me up from the gates of death, that I may declare your praises in the gates of the daughter of Zion, and there rejoice in your salvation. So he wrote into his song how people are bullying him? Yeah, it's... So... I can, God, you're the best. It kind of reads like the best. Also, it kind of reads like a diary. A so, like bit. on his good days, he's like, "God's <clears throat> awesome. Me and God are like tight. God helps me all the time." Yeah. And then, like the next psalm is like, "My enemies have overtaken me. <laughs> I stand alone like a bird on a roof. I cut my fucking clothes and put ashes in my mouth." <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. He's an angsty teenager. Oh, big time. You know what this reminds me of? Because he started like loving God, and yeah. then at the end, he's like, "All my enemies hate me," or whatever. You know, in Wedding Singer, when Am Sandler writes the first part of the song before he gets broken up with, and the <laughs> second part after, yeah. and then the second part is the first one's all lovey, and then he's like, "Somebody kill me, please." That's why uh, I have a couple go tos. Well, I don't do this so much anymore, but a couple when I bomb, there's always there's "Somebody Kill Me" that song or uh, "Peter, You Suck" from. Uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall when he's playing the piano. Peter, you suck. <laughs> That's great. Peter, you suck. You produce nothing of value. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody hates you. Go see you, sicka. And I just vibe to that. I'm like, yes. What do you mean it's your go-to? Like when I'm, I bomb when at you're... comedy, oh. and I just like want to just feel like shitty and like, but laugh about it. <laughs> yeah. I put on somebody kill me or, uh, but I that's that I don't do that so much anymore. But I did that for a while. Peter, you no suck. comedy, and I bomb less <laughs> yeah so oh, you did that at the beginning oh yeah that's, that's hilarious um so uh that i may declare your praises in the gates of the daughter of zion 
And there rejoice in your salvation. The nations have fallen into the pit they have dug. Their feet are caught in the net they have hidden. The Lord is known by justice. The wicked are ensnared by the work of their hands. That's, we fucking got them at the end. That's one of the great works, uh, great verses. You see that in movies and books all the time. I like that. The wicked are ensnared by the works of their hands. Yeah. that's these. The Bible actually has so many great fucking quotes. Barely, though. What do you For mean? For how many words are in it? Come on. We've had some great ones. There's, I can think of, like, if I had to guess a number, ten. Ten. Ten? The wicked ten ones where I was like, that's awesome. Return to the grave. All the nations forget God, but the needy will not be forgotten, nor the hope of the afflicted ever perish. Arise, O Lord. Let not man triumph. Let the nations be judged in your presence. Strike them with terror, O Lord. Let the nations know they are but men. Selah. <laughs> that, that was a lot more poetic than I was expecting. The, that's 150 chapters of that. So that's why I decided to squish that into the narrative. I actually like that. You like quite it? a bit, yeah. You that actually liked it. If you just read <laughs> me just that, like that's what I thought the Bible was gonna be before I read the Bible. There's that's the shit that's been repeated to me, like from my grandma and shit. And if you like that, yeah. I have something I for you, it. Kyle. Yeah. My dad has made a CD called "Praying the Psalms." <laughs> I've heard. And it's uh, what's that about? A guy just reading the Psalms set to music. It's genius. And it's just your dad. Uh, it's actually not my dad. My oh, dad produced fuck, it. I wish it was your dad. My dad does prayers from the desert. Yeah. Uh, there's some psalms in that. My dad does... Uh, no, he does do the psalms. Yes. Yeah, he does do the Fuck yeah. Can I ask you a question? Sure. And I'm hoping the answer is yes. Does he drink during them? And does he get... No. Is there any of them where he sounds My dad didn't drug? drink. My dad is a wino now. But he didn't drink <laughs> my oh, whole my, life my until I was like My grandpa calls wine nectar of the gods, so... I mean, isn't that what it is? Like... When they first made it, they they said that. They were like, this is the shit that yeah, God gave uh-huh, us. Yeah. That's what my grandpa says at Nectar of the Gods. And your dad's a God-fearing man, so what can he do by... The drunk priest is one of my favorite tropes in all of fucking everything. Dude, okay, I just I played this game, mm-hmm. uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance. It's just an RPG, but I went on, on this... On your phone? No, it's like a computer. Okay. It's like Skyrim, but it's realistic Skyrim. I actu- okay. absolutely love this game, but you can really only play through it once because it's really it's kind of grindy. Anyways, yep. this one quest, you get drunk with a priest, and it is out... Outrageous. It's probably the most fun I've had in a video game. Really? You're banging whores. You're ringing the church bell. You're The next day, um, the priest is too hungover to lead church, and he asks you to do it, and you can say yes or no. And I said yes. Yeah, of course, And I went yes. and, and led the church service, and I was very ver- verbose. Because you can choose all the things you're going to say. And I, I went way over the top, and people thought it was a bit too much, but I had a great time doing it. The the video game well, characters. Well, yeah, you have your you know list of four responses, and it's like do it, don't do it, say this or that, and I was well wrath of God punishment. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to hell. Yeah, <laughs> it was fucking awesome. Christ be thy name. I would love, I'd love to get in front of a church again. Not, what do you mean by that? I mean, I would love to do, uh, like, I'd love to be go back to my. 13 year old self when I would be interviewed by my parents on my relationship with God and praying the Bible. My dad used me to hawk the CDs, right? Yeah. So he'd be like, my kids, my dad used to make us pray 15 minutes a day. He'd fucking have like a little timer, like a Mm -hmm. cooking timer, called it an egg timer. It was one of those ones, looked like an egg, but that broke. And then we just had a different, anyways, the point is we had to pray out loud to God 15 minutes or else we weren't allowed to eat. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) It was no pray, no play. And if we didn't, like okay i'll sit in the room and protest and then it was no pray no eat 
And he would fucking bring me up on stage. He's like, didn't I do that to you? I'd be like, yeah. And the whole audience would laugh. That's and th- fucked up. And then he would be like, what verses are you praying? I know, but I was, uh, I don't know. I didn't know any better. I was homeschooled, man. No, I know, but that's, it's a little window into how you turned out, <laughs> turned out like this. I feel like I turned out fine. You did turn out well. <clears throat> I guess. But you turned out exactly who your parents didn't want you to turn that's out That's what happens. Okay, I fucking read it. I yeah. read it and I understood it. But plus the forcibly. If they never forced you and you could be like a well, then I like, like a passive reader, well, yeah, believer of the Bible, what, then you would have been one. Then you probably. Believe, yeah, maybe. But the fact that they forced I don't you, think so. Because I was- Dude, re- everyone likes to think that, but they we talked about like- uh, Well, I didn't lose my faith reading the Bible. I, I lost my faith based on hell. Because that it was always the carrot and the stick, right? If you don't, sure. you're going to hell. And right. I was like, hell seems pretty unjust if you're going there forever. Mm-hmm. Like, why is that? That doesn't seem very nice. And you pull, I pulled on that thread to the whole thing fell like apart. Like in our society, we only have 25 years. So hell was murder, the seed. Right? Hell was the seed. And then free. I got real hung up on free will because the, the church's answer is people choose to go to hell. By not, no, they don't. Yes, yes, you do. By not choosing salvation, it's an opt you have to opt out of hell, basically. But it's like one of your RPGs, but instead of the, you get four uh, no's or yeses, and yeah. you don't get to choose your answer. I mean, you do get to choose, but you only get one choice. It's more like a subscription, like when you fucking sign up for something on a website, and you have to click to opt out of getting bullshit emails. Sure. You have to opt out of going to hell by choosing God. By, by You choose no, hell. I, ju- I just meant by God knows your path. So oh, you yeah. don't have a choice. It's like playing an RPG where That's, you only get one question. Okay, so yeah. then... But the t- Christian answer is that you do have free will. And then I go, what about the book of life? What about Pharaoh? <laughs> what about God what says about he Ju- knows your whole path? What about Judas? <clears throat> what about the fucking, uh, who are the guys we just read about? The Amalekites <laughs> that God wanted to demonstrate his power on. What about all the those The Amalekites people? are weird because they didn't. Ex- they got it completely eradicated from the earth. Oh, some, guy, back, some, so guy, some guy online was like, they had 300 years to change. They deserved it. Don't tell me the Amalekites <laughs> didn't have a chance. <laughs> yeah, but I thought they weren't. I thought they were completely wiped out. Did you say that to him? No, I, I didn't want to get into it. So, dude, I'm gonna start getting into arguments with my really ignorant knowledge of the Bible, yeah. and I'm just with gonna your be like, degree from Harvard. Yeah, and I'm just gonna be like, hey, remember, every everything is gonna come back to you. Hey, remember when those two girls raped their dad? You know, in the cave. Which one? Lot's daughters or oh, Tamar and Judah? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> shit, dude. I don't remember which one I'm talking about. Which one am I talking about? The two daughters is Lot's daughters. Yeah, they took the him to the cave and got him drunk. Yeah. Also, Noah's Noah's sons got him drunk and naked. No one knows what happened there, but Noah's pissed. Noah's sons. And then J- Judah's daughter Tamar fucked her dad. She disguised herself as a prostitute. Oh, right, <laughs> right. There's a couple of those. Dude, I get why pedos read the Bible now. It makes a lot more sense. So this shit is written for them. So David has cut off uh, Goliath's head. Israel went nuts. They're all stoked about it. And he's still got three, four more rocks. And so yeah, he's got four rocks left for Goliath's brothers. And so now that's the story ends with uh, Saul watched David going out to meet the Philistine. Um, as Saul watched out, he said to his commander Abner, "Whose son is that?" Abner replied, as surely, surely as you live, O king, I don't know. They find out it's David, blah, blah, blah. So th- what? So Would you just blah, blah, blah over? Um, Saul wants David's to know, the king. who's the guy that just killed the fucking Philistine? Oh, okay. Even though he gave David his armor and said to go out there, but he sail- still asks, who is this man? I don't even remember that. Who's? Oh, no, whose son is that young man, which is Jesse? So he knows David, but you'd think he would know Jesse. Anyways, it's not really 
that okay. big of a deal. <clears throat> God, my eyes are dry. I was playing StarCraft today, and I can't do it while I blink. Which so, which race do you prefer? Uh, Terran. The human race. Humans, yeah. <laughs> Humans forever, dude. Toss. Not a fucking alien. Toss. Or... <laughs> blink stalkers, dude. I can't believe you play StarCraft. I only watch... That's, I don't play. Wow, this is for another. This is for a Saul's, different fucking episode. But I want to keep talking about Saul's this. jealousy of David. After David had finished talking with Saul, Jonathan became one in the spirit with David, for he loved him as himself. Who's Jonathan again? Jonathan is the prince. Saul is the king. Jonathan is. And who's the magician? Saul. Uh, Samuel is the magician. Samuel. Saul. Yeah. And then who's the other one? Uh, the prince. Jonathan, Jonathan, Prince Jonathan, Saul, Kings. I'll <laughs> say, I'll say, King Jonathan. That helps me Prince so much. Saul, yeah. and Wizard Samuel. Okay, so after it, King Dave, Jonathan. No, sorry, King Saul, Prince Jesus Jonathan. Jesus Christ, dude! Prince You're Jonathan, fucking with a dyslexic guy here. Prince. Okay, so after David had finished talking with King Saul, Prince Jonathan became one in the spirit with David, and he loved him as himself. That is. Uh, I mean, loved him as he just—he's his bro. Is that what that yeah, means? They're I think bros. that's they're yeah. Tight, they're they're best friends, and so he, they're probably a similar age. I would I would never love like to say somebody loved them like themselves. Like I don't really like myself all that much. So mm -hmm. if I were to say I like you like myself, that's basically saying I hate you, <laughs> <laughs> and I wish you were dead. In fact, I would kill you if my parents. I wish. Be yeah, married. I wish bad things. <laughs> I wish you died. Yeah. So from that day. King Saul kept David from him, Jonathan, and did not let Jonathan or sorry David return. To he didn't his let him play house. with his best friend because he killed David. So Goliath? Saul, Saul, yeah. So Saul, jelly. The, yeah, that's exactly it. So Saul's the king. David does this awesome thing in front of everybody, and now everybody's like David, David, David. And they're not saying Saul, Saul. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, from that day, he he kept Saul kept David from Jonathan and did not let David return to his father's house. And Jonathan made a covenant with David because he loved him as himself. Jonathan took off the robe he was wearing and gave it to David. This is getting gayer and gayer. Like yeah. there's no way around it. They so now he, they're taking off their clothes to make some sort of an. This oath. is like telling two twelve year olds that they can't date anymore. You know, and then Romeo and Juliet happens and they jump off a cliff or whatever happens. What happens to Romeo and Juliet? It, one of them eats poison that's not poison, and then the other one thinks that they killed themselves. Well, it is poison, but it only makes you go into a coma. Oh, okay. So she kills herself over fucking, like, on the guy's corpse, and then he wakes up from the poison. With a his, dead girl yeah, on him? and then kills himself. Oh, that's way better than I thought it was. You're so rules, fucking dude. illiterate, dude. That fucking rules. <laughs> yeah, it's badass. I thought, I thought Romeo and Juliet was gay as fuck Did till you right bite now. your thumb as Till right sir? now. Yeah. It's awesome. There's duels and everything. That sounds awesome. Romeo kills like three people in that place. Was for fags. Mercutio. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that Dude, rules. Watch the fucking Leonardo DiCaprio one. I saw it with the guns. Yeah, it's cool. Was, I liked I it. I didn't like it. Yeah, with like where Mercutio's like a gay black guy. Yeah. What's the one where you get <laughs> to see like awesome. 14 year old titties or whatever? That's the one. Uh, no, no, that's the one before it. Oh, sorry. I don't watch. Oh, I'm not. I don't have the catalog of Romeo. I watched those it. both in school. Really? That's yeah. Where, that's where I watched them. Mm -hmm. You yeah. got to see titties yeah. in school. Yeah, swear yeah, to God. Grade 10. Because it was for art. Yeah. Same. It was Eng grade 9 for English. me. English. Oh, you got it. it was art? Yeah. 
I got to see 14-year-old titties. And by the way, none of those titties in my grade around me look like that. So I don't know how uh, old she also, yeah. yeah, she's supposed to be 14 in the movie. No, you no, know, no. In real life. No, you know those chicks are like 25. No, no, no. In real 14. life, that girl is uh, way underage. They can't do that. Yes, they can for art. I swear to God. That's a real thing. There's like some... T.I.L. Child porn is art. That's... Uh, it used to be like it's that. It's an dude. older movie. I think yeah, it's like Yeah, it used the to 80s. be like that. That's wild. That that would that would never fly in 2020. Dude, there's this. Okay, check this out. So there's a movie I watched recently. What what's that movie called? Angus with where they try to find a party. Those metal dudes try to go to find Stone a party. Stone Age. Stone Age. And they keep on saying this girl, the hot girl that's like 25 in the movie, looks like the girl from the Virgin Killers album, which is a Scorpions album. And I've never. And I, finally, they said it so many times. I was like, what the fuck does this girl look like? And she's a 12 year old girl naked on the front cover. Jesus. So you're apparently allowed to do whatever the fuck you want in the 80s for art. That's, I mean, it was a better time. And the, by the way, the it girl a, looked nothing like her. It was a different time, Kyle. That, Did you just say it was a better time? Was, yeah. <laughs> back then, back, when, back then, morals were completely different in the 80s. That's what yeah. the, they say in the Bible. Now in Hollywood, you have to fuck young boys to get away with it. That's Kevin Spacey was ahead of the curve, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> I think if you're gay, you're just allowed to. I think it's part of the rules or whatever. Jonathan, I don't really understand their whole thing, but. Jonathan took off the robe he was wearing and gave it to David along with his tunic. So he took off his robe and his shirt and even his sword, his bow, and belt. He basically gave him all of his stuff. And those are probably better than what David would have. Cause Way better. He's a fucking prince. Yeah. That's a pretty big gesture because not only does he do that, he has to go tell his dad he lost all his shit or gave it away. I gave to it the to guy David. he's not allowed to deal with, right? Yeah, so whenever Saul sent Jonathan to do, whatever Saul sent David to do, David did so successfully. And the di- that King Saul gave him a high rank in the army. So, so he likes him again. Schiz- or he's just dealing it's with schiz- it. Schiz- it's schizophrenic. So so David They're probably I, fucking. I think here's what how I kind of read the situation. Mm-hmm. David is so popular that Saul hates him or is jealous of him but can't really do anything but about it. But to win favor with the, with his people, he has to promote him into Plus, a position. David's kind of the man. <laughs> Whatever he does, it says he does it successfully. So any t- he's like Saul's maybe like maybe go attack these Philistines over here, right? Uh-huh. And David like hopefully like this is a hard task and he won't get it done, right? And then he just does and it. He just fucking owns it. Yeah. Dude, everything you told me about this guy like before the podcast, you're like he's fucking everyone's wives. This guy sounds awesome. Yeah, David's the man. David is by far the coolest guy in the Bible and God's favorite. So, so God doesn't like any of the any of the people who whose virtues he well, signals. He loved, you know, he has this kind of his guy of every generation. Yeah, no, but he So Abraham he, was his absolute He commands favorite. people to do certain things yeah. and then they just do the exact opposite. He's like, "You know what? I like the way you rock that." He, David d- d- hasn't done anything that God doesn't want. David Adultery? Not yet. No, I know, but it God, happens. Yeah, okay, so that's kind of a different story. We'll get there. Oh, okay. But God's kind of pissed at David for that, but God lets it slide because he's <laughs> Cause so- Because they're boys? Cause, yeah, because they're <laughs> bros. Dude, I know what it's like. That's why, so, I mean, over Christmas, I got in a yelling fight with my mom. We, what She just says outrageous shit, and I don't let it slide anymore. I just pick- I, I wouldn't say I pick a fight. I just don't let her say outrageous things. And she was talking about- Your mom is such a hippie, too. Just like hippie mentality who just says- nice. She has a version of God in her head that does not correlate to this uh-huh. book. But she, th- God talks to her, so it is no, real. No, she talks to herself. No, I know that, but, <laughs> but God talks to her, so that's her version. She's the like, you don't, th- yeah, you don't know what God's Mine's like. Mine's sweet. Mine says I'm so pretty in front of the mirror when I'm thinking I'm looking ugly today. <laughs> so- <laughs> 
God so, says that everything I do is she, so she, good. She's, she was talking about, I think, something about... Uh, Your mom's kind of a dumb hot chick. Sex before say. marriage type things are bad, and mm-hmm. you should only have a wife. And we, she was basically admonishing us for living with our girlfriends. And I was like, You're f- the guy that God's wow. favorite is has hundreds of wives. And the next guy after him has a thousand. The two... Top guys in the Bible, yeah. do not follow your fucking rules. Do else who had more? I just started listing them. All the kings with more than one wife. Maybe she'd just be happy if you put a ring on it, dude. <laughs> no. <laughs> he had 300 wives put and a... 700 concubines, King Solomon. Just start calling Camilla your concubine. <laughs> Conky. <laughs> Conky. I'm going to get like a stable of chicks and just call them concubines. <laughs> and be like, that's biblical. I'm going to go conk my concubine. That's actually a, that's actually a compliment. A concubine? They're Sorry. not sluts. Don't call them sluts, Caleb. They're, They're s- my concubines. <laughs> yeah, it's weird because concubine is sometimes used for your less favorite wife. or Yeah, it's your hose, dude. Well, <laughs> it's, it's your hose. It says the Levite's wife in that story, but then yeah. it says his concubine. So, like, what is she? Oh, right? yeah, that is weird. So, anyways, back to the Bible. So It depends what mood he's in, I guess. So, so whatever Saul sent David to do, he did so successfully. And Saul gave him a high rank in the army. This pleased all the people and Saul's and Saul's officers are well. So, so David, he was getting shit. D- who was getting shit? David a was king. Getting, the king was getting shit and it pleased the people when they gave no, no, David. No, 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 no. Whenever Saul sent David to do, David did it <laughs> awesome. And this made everybody happy. So, Oh, okay. The, 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 the chapter is called Saul's Jealousy of David. And the first part is saying so Saul tries to restrict his access to Jonathan yeah and then he but he still employs him and he's just getting jealous so when the men were returning well because he knows if he like uh you can't takes away what he remember Saul King Saul promised uh his daughter to the person that kills Goliath oh uh, shit hereditary title no kidding does does he give him that yeah does he try and renege he has to no he has to right the the whole army knows he doesn't try and Jew him out of it dude (laughs) no (laughs) because they're known for that so when the when the men were returning home after David had killed the Philistine the women came out of all the towns of Israel to meet King Saul with singing and dancing and joyful songs and with tambourines and lutes as they danced, they sang, Saul has slain his thousands, and David his tens of thousands. Saul oh, was, wow. Saul was very angry, and ref- and this refrain galled him. They have credited David with tens of thousands, he thought, but me with only thousands? What more can he get but the kingdom? And from that time on, Saul kept a jealous eye on David. As he should. The other thing that's kind of great about that is you're, the returning army, obviously glorious. Like everyone's happy to see them. Yeah, it's got to be great for a soldier who just went. If you survived the war, dude, you just and did, did all your raping and pillaging, and then you come back to like more fanfare. <laughs> I forgot about that. You're the man, dude. You got your dick wet after. Yeah, dude. Like I'm strung out. I got like 17 Philistine concubines right now. Have a seat for a bit. You just gotta suck. Go through all that war, and at the end of it, you're like, "I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get some good fucking in." At the end of this, and then you like bust once, and you go like, oh, "You know, I'm pretty tired." <laughs> <laughs> you know I don't think. Yeah, I, I'm. I think I'm done here. So Saul. Yeah. So the next day, an evil spirit from God came forcefully upon Saul. He was prophesying in his house while David was playing the harp, as he usually did. Saul had his spear in his hand, and he hurled it, saying to himself, I'll pin David to the wall. But David eluded him twice. What do you mean? He was trying to stab him? Yeah, so Saul, David's in there giving Saul his like 
like daily harp meditation time. <laughs> to while, keep, to while, keep God's evil spirits yes. away. So God is torturing Saul like, ah, you fucker, you fucking asshole. <laughs> and then ah, you suck. David's trying to make him feel better. And mm. Saul tries to fucking pin him to the wall with a spear twice. And he fucking... David didn't leave after the first time this happened. That's because it's an old man coming with you and he just leans to the side. You know, I just don't think Saul's an old man right now. Well, he's a... Well, let's get... David's a much younger man and an yes, unbelievable yes. fighter. Yes. Right? Yes. He killed a lion and yeah, a bear with his right. bare hands. So yeah. he's like, all right, dude, are we done? You're the king. Do you want to get hurt? You know? It's like when someone tries to- <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> That's so true. It's like when someone like smaller than you tries to fight you and you're like, oh, okay, don't you make really? me do it to you. Yeah. You really think you can tackle me, Phil? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, dude. That's a great story. I'm going to tell it real quick. <laughs> One of the much, I think he's like, he's I'm almost, I'm like 30. He's vegan, but he's not. He looks vegan is how I would describe his body type. He looks like a vegan man. His mustache yeah. is wider than his frame. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and somehow at a party, he was like, he got into some weird debate whether he could tackle you. And it was between I was, whether I just your girlfriend said no. And, could oh, tackle yeah. you. Oh, yeah. Camilla got me in this. And then he white knighted her. And I was like, no. Yeah. And so we we set up like two fucking pylons. And he said I could do it. And, I was, and he was like doing it on her behalf. For and some I was reason. like, there's yeah. no way you could tackle me. So I just ran straight at him and ran him over. <laughs> that's basically the story. Yeah. Well, that's not really the story. So this guy's a buck thirty, Caleb's two ten. How how much you I'm weigh now? I'm 219 on Monday. Okay, you were 205 then back then. <laughs> Way little, back. little leaner, little leaner, little stronger probably. And everyone's drunk. And the bet was he could stop Caleb from getting to whatever arbitrary position in the yard. Yeah. And Caleb, even though our friend is 130 pounds, fucking. <laughs> Lend, lay no, his take, shoulder down. I take, no, you trucked him. I saw the whole thing. Okay, no, but here, well, this is what I actually. You almost did. broke his fucking nose. I, I ran straight at him. I took. Yeah. I planted off my left foot. And oh yeah, you lowered my yeah. shoulder right uh -huh. in, right into his yeah. face, chest area. As you do, like what? taking it not even a little bit easy. What the fuck though? Like I was like, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I loved every second of yeah. it. It's like if you wanna, if you wanna be a white knight for someone else's girlfriend. By the way, he was Caleb is never gonna tackle his girlfriend I, in this scenario. I tell, I also like Camilla's just talking. He knows shit. I played high level rugby. Like I played. Yeah, but here's the thing: dudes who never played sports think ah, I could do that. They the, think I could fucking. That's do literally that. my position. Yeah. Is fucking one like wide tackle open. open I'm outside. <laughs> I played outside center. I played. It used to be thin but lean tackle. But well, I played. I worked my way out. I, inside inside outside centers are like. Smash up, hard up runners. They're like yeah. they're like fullbacks in football. They run like right into the pack. Like I'm I'm used to running. He into asked guys. the worst person possible. <laughs> yeah. A football player would have been better. They're used <laughs> to wearing full pants. You know how to tackle? No pants. He was ta trying to tackle me. I played hockey with full pads on ice. He would have been infinitely better choosing me <laughs> or getting. Didn't Camilla chuck him after two? Uh, then. I'm pretty sure that happened, right, Angus? No, Camilla yeah, tackled just... him, and he... Well, I could get take your girlfriend on. Yeah. Which was the original... Oh, yeah, <laughs> and after he was like, well, I could get Camilla, and then Camilla trucked him. I was like, dude. <laughs> yeah, Camilla didn't let that slide. She was like, no, come no, on. Uh, well, gonna, no, so it was it. different. Camilla, he yeah. said I could run through Camilla, and I said, Camilla, watch his fucking belly button, and when he comes by you, just hug him as tight as you can. And that's what she, she took him down. She yeah. didn't truck him. I remember it. 
Well, maybe I remember. She didn't like pick him up, hit stick him, and th- I, okay, that's then, fair. But maybe I'm remembering it from Phil's embarrassment I just, point of view. I just no, I just remembered this. So yeah. then we reverse roles, and I fucking picked Phil up and fucking put him down so hard. Oh. <laughs> Dude, I I forgot about the second part because that's what I really tr- I felt like. You know what? He probably didn't try because he's a feminist. So <laughs> that's nice of him. Yeah. All right, let's move on. So Saul is jealous of David. The next day, oh wait, so he's he's tried to kill David twice. I like Phil a lot, by the way. So, so <laughs> not to slight Phil, Saul, in any way. But Saul I, was afraid <laughs> that of David because the Lord was with David. But those are facts. <laughs> those but, are facts of what happened. But had left. Saul was afraid of David Sorry. because the Lord was with David, and but had left Saul. So he sent David away from him and gave him a command over a thousand left men. Left Saul now, so he's no longer torturing him. Saul was afraid of David because the Lord was oh. with David and left Saul. Okay. Saul's been yeah. kind of on his own for like three chapters yeah, now. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So I miss it. He sent David that. away from him and gave him command over a thousand men. And David led the troops in their campaigns. In everything he did, he had great success because the Lord was with him. When Saul saw, when Saul saw how successful he <laughs> Say was, that three times. <laughs> Saul saw. When Saul saw. When Saul saw how successful he, David, was, Saul was afraid of him. Dude, but, if you're a good leader, you utilize the best guy and take all the credit. That's what the great leaders that's do. That's what the great leaders do. They utilize their best guys and take all the glory. Genghis Khan, you know, Julius Caesar, fucking Alex. Genghis Khan? Genghis Khan. Genghis. Yeah, that's how you I'm say right it. here, dude. What do you mean? Oh, Angus. Genghis yeah, <laughs> um, Khan, <laughs> like, Subadai, Jebba, like, his fucking core staff. Maybe the greatest generals of all time. Same same thing could be said about Alexander. That makes a lot more sense. Like, Alexander had the fucking dream team. So you tell me Genghis didn't... Genghis, sorry. Yeah. Didn't do all the dirty work, but he, oh, did, he did. just did all no, the raping? No, 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 no. Genghis... He Genghis definitely was, did the raping. Everyone's related to him. Genghis... Here's the... Genghis, this is such a long story, but he is a self-made man, and he... Basically, he was kicked out of his oh, tribe. I get it. And then he and became he, epic. He made he, a tribe of nomads, and he just him. started swallowing up <laughs> every it. other tribe. And But he had an eye for talent. So, if like, Jebe, named the Arrow, was mm. a guy that shot his horse out from under him. And he's like, so was that you that shot my horse out? And Jebe said, And he yes. thinks he's going to die. Je- Jebe says, yeah. yeah, that was me. He's like, I respect the shit of that. You want to fight for me? And Jebe says, okay. And you know what? When you go up to a dude, it, there's something about getting into, like, if you if you fight a guy in sports or in real life and yeah. you don't beat the shit out of him one way or the other, yeah. after you're, there's something that comes over you where you're just like, I respect that guy. Good job, man. We're good now. <laughs> yeah. You're immediately, everything's fine. Yeah. If you get the shit kicked out of you or the other guy gets the shit kicked out of him, shit's heated still. Yeah. But if it's a close fight, one guy wins, one guy loses, you're just like, you know what? Respect. You, yeah, you were you were the better man today. There's some weird primal shit about that. Chivalry, dude. You get like an overwhelming sense. I don't endorphin endorphins from the fight or whatever it is, but so it describes that perfectly. I know exactly what that feels like. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah. So what you could have hated him like ten minutes before. So yeah, we're talking about great leadership. So yeah. Saul's kind of he's again. David's kind of doing all this for Saul. So. Everyone's going, Saul's awesome. Is he really, though? He has an eye on the well, throne. That's all- Let's get real. Well, he's been anointed by Solomon. Yeah. Or, or sorry, he's, Samuel. He's told he's going to be the new king or whatever, and everybody loves him. And he's like, everyone loves me and hates Saul. You know, this is happening. Um, we'll, regardless. we'll keep reading, but you mm-hmm. can kind of see from David's demeanor, 
David just wants to do right by God. So if he has to be king, if that's his duty, it's kind of like Marcus Aurelius. Bullshit. The philosoph- I'll continue to read it, Kyle. Okay, okay. That's what. That's how we, they describe it. So I think he's just. You know what? Why would you want to be king when you already have everything else? That's like when people want to be president. I'd rather just fuck supermodels and be rich. You know? Yeah. Than be president. So just get rich. unless you're Donald Trump and you love the attention, then then. <laughs> So in everything David did, he had great success, but the Lord was with him. So Saul saw how successful he was. He was afraid of him. But all of Israel and Judah loved David because he led them in their campaigns. So Saul's hands are kind of tied. Saul said to David, here is my oldest daughter, Merab. I will give her to you in marriage. Only serve me bravely and fight the battles of the Lord. For Saul said to himself, I will not raise a hand against him. Let the Philistines do that. So Saul's yeah. plan is to like start a war and get David in an untenable position, get him killed. Yeah. So he falls gloriously and he doesn't get any blame. Yeah. But of course, David fucking just is the best and just yeah. wins all And he has God on his side. He's got the prophecy of literally the Lord looking over him. But David said to Saul, who am I and what is my family or my father's clan in Israel that I should become the king's son-in-law? So when the time came for Merab, Saul's daughter, to be given to David... Yeah, he's like, when am I going to get your daughter? No, Is that what he's saying? No, he's saying, I'm a nobody. I'm a shepherd. I don't need this. I don't need your daughter. He's downplaying it. He's the Aww, humble guy. But he knows he's going to be king? What a cunt. <laughs> he literally... I've never heard this angle. What a fucking cunt. <laughs> he's just playing up the... Dude, if you wanted to look like the shit, if you knew the outcome, you would you'd be as gracious as you possibly could. You'd be like, I don't want it, you know? You know you're getting it, by the way. Hell yeah. But you're like, no, no, no. I don't want it. It's all good. You, you Please, please. I'm happy where I am. That's like, but you know you're fucking getting it. That's the t- that's the typical thing that uh, the, the Caesars did. What I got. The Caesars? Uh, uh, Sulla and Marius. Julius? No, before, before him. The two guys before him were like, they, we need somebody to ha- rise up and save Rome from this huge army that's coming. And they're like, Marius, you have to do it. He's like, I don't want to do it. Don't make me do it. All right, I'll do it. And then yeah. he's like a ruthless dictator. Exactly. Right? It's the same thing. You know you're going to get it. But if you want favor with everyone around, you're going to be like, you know what? I don't want it. So then after, they could be like, I didn't want this in the first place. You guys are getting mad at me. I never wanted there's, it. There's, I never wanted to be king. There's different ulterior motives, Kyle. <laughs> so okay. he, did, he doesn't take Marab. Now Saul's daughter... Mikal. Marab is Marab was his a oldest girl's daughter. Name? Yeah, Marab is Saul's. It's a horrible name. I wouldn't take her either. Now Saul's daughter Mikal was in love with David. Is she younger? Um, I think so. Yeah, yeah. dude, go with that one. Yeah, because the older daughter Marab. Yeah, so and her name's Marab. That's a fat girl's name. <laughs> <laughs> so now Saul's daughter Mikal was in love with David, and when they told Saul about it, he was pleased. <clears throat> I will give her to him. He thought so that she may snare him. So she may be a snare to him, and so that the hand of the Philistines may be against him. So Saul said to David, Now you have a separate second opportunity to become my son-in-law. So Saul's trying to tie their families together and like kind of be David's father-in-law through marriage okay. and like control him that way. That's how I read that. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Then Saul ordered his attendants, Speak to David privately and say, Look, the king is pleased with you, and his attendants all like you. Now become his son-in-law. They repeated these words to David, but David said, Do you think it is a small matter to become the king's son-in-law? I am only a poor man and little known. Again, he plays the humble card. Yeah. When Saul's servants told him what David had said, Saul 
replied, Say to David, say the king wants no other price for the bride than a hundred Philistine foreskins. <laughs> oh, God, that's it? To take revenge on his enemies. I love this story. The, dude, how fucking badass is that? Yeah. The you want to marry my daughter? The price is a hundred fucking foreskins, and no one's giving to you those voluntarily. Give me the dicks of my enemies. <laughs> yeah, that is fucking <laughs> ruthless. Like, the Mongols Angus, write that down. That's <laughs> the name of the podcast. <laughs> Young Tism. I keep on calling you Angus. I like Young Tism better. So, yeah, like the Mongols used to take an ear. That's how they would count the enemy dead. Dude, hell, foreskin is way more badass. That's where the Jews nailed it. And you know, they're like, take mine. I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, though. You yeah. have to. They're not taking the time to cut. Oh a, fuck! They're just no, grabbing dude. the dick and cutting it yeah. off, man. And, and bringing back a bag of dicks. Yeah, Louis C.K. would be proud. Yes. You got a burlap sack of dicks with blood, like a bloody fucking dripping bag of dicks. Yeah. You got to suck them like edamame beans or whatever. Say to David, the king wants no other price. <laughs> Jesus. That's Lucy K's bit. So it's a day, it's the a... rapist, by the way. I'd like to clarify Lucy K. The, the masturbatory rapist. rapist? Yeah. Who has a very unfunny special that's really not the, not the funniest thing I've ever heard. The whole thing wasn't great, but the bit about... Oh, I was joking. It's great. Everybody knows his thing is the funniest. It's very funny. The whole episode, he... I mean, the whole special, you think he's about to apologize, and he never does. No. <laughs> he kind of does at the end. But. When Saul's... Ser- no, he says, if that's your thing, just don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so Saul's... So, uh, say to David, the king wants no other price for the bride than a hundred Philistine foreskins to take revenge on his enemies. Saul's plan was to have David fall by the hands of the Philistines. So he basically gave him an uncompletable task. Yeah. Get me a hundred dicks. Yeah. <laughs> of your enemies. Yeah. If you can convince them. I, I could get you a hundred If you dicks. could talk it out of them, yeah. good luck. Otherwise, take them by force. hundred dick picks, I'm your guy. When the attendants told David these things, he was pleased. To become, I can get a hundred dicks. Nope. You want a dude, fucking dick, dude? Do you want me to I cu- can get you a, do- a dick by Thursday yeah. with nail polish. It's like, do you want me to cut them off or suck them? <laughs> yeah, suck them <laughs> off? Dude, I can get you a hundred dicks. So before the allotted- I'm gonna, I'll be, I'm gonna go to Sodom. I'll be right back. Dude, I, it just reminds me of that scene in Big Lebowski. He's like, I can get you a fucking toe by three in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I can get you a hundred foreskins by Thursday. The guy that thinks he can do anything? Yeah. yeah. So before the allotted time elapsed, David and his men went out and killed 200 Philistines. He doubles it. Oh, here's He's, 200 dicks. Yeah, yeah. What'd you say? A hundred? Yeah. Here's two fucking hundred. Here's a hundred in a bag. Count them. Yeah. And fucking count a hundred dicks. And here's the next one. A hundred seven cocks, severed cocks, <laughs> one by one on the bag. One. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Imagine looking in a bag of severed fucking dicks. Yeah, that's horrifying. I know, uh, but... Every feminist just came, by the way. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Nothing makes me hornier. So, you think that's what lesbians jerk off to? I don't think they jerk off to lesbian porn. I think that's for guys. I think of bags of cut-off dicks wow. is what they actually Cutting jerk edge. off to. <laughs> what a take. Lesbians don't watch lesbian porn? Do you porn? know how you actually know if lesbian porn is real? My sister told me this. How? As a real certified Their nails type. are short? Yeah. That's it? Yeah. Wow. That's they cut their nails. Because... That's like traumatizing, you know? If you watch lesbian porn, they jam themselves with giant fake fingernails. That's that's not a real lesbian. Well, they're troopers for my benefit. And I appreciate it. Dude, porn without a dick? I'm, I'm like I'm like uh, I'm like Saul. I want to see at least a hundred dicks in there. So David and his men went out and killed two hundred Philistines. He brought their foreskins and presented it says he brought their foreskins. 
I can't imagine he took the time. It doesn't matter. If it has a foreskin on it, I know. it's a foreskin. Sure. He's, they're cutting the dicks off. They're not like, okay, hold on. Just the, just the outside. You think if you just killed one guy and skinned like little pieces? <laughs> you know what that would look like? It looked like a bag of... Uh, What's what's that squid that you get at what deep fried squid? Calamari. It looked yeah. like a bag of calamari. Fucking... <laughs> Unfried calamari. Here you go. I guess it's a county shrink, dude. <laughs> that's what that would look like. That's we're imagining a bag of dicks because yeah. that sucks. And the great thing is, um... you you drop that in front of me. I'm just frying it up and eating it. I'm not even. That doesn't even phase me. Throw it in. <laughs> yeah. Put it with you. Yeah, everyone's hungry. Thanks. <laughs> How long did it take you? He brought their foreskins and presented the full number to the king so that he might become the king's son-in-law. Then Saul gave him his daughter Michal in marriage. When Saul realized that the Lord was with David and that his daughter Michal loved David, Saul became even still more afraid of him and he remained he's his mad enemy. that his daughter liked him? He's just getting more... He's just like... This dude has taken everything from me. It, My the daughters. problem with Saul is jealousy. If he would have just like embraced David... Here's the thing. Saul's getting tortured by an evil demon. Let's remember that. You know what? That is... We do forget that. <clears throat> so part. God basically smited him schizophrenic, probably. Yeah. Like, That's fair. Now he's a paranoid. Paranoid schizophrenic, it yeah. sounds like. Yeah, so, <clears throat> I mean... but the, That's exactly what it is. If he, 100%. If he wasn't jealous... What would we have called that before we knew what paranoid schizophrenia was? Demon possession. Yeah. That's why I... I did I tell you I quit working for my parents? That's what I was going to talk about at the beginning of the podcast. We got so... No? Derailed. Well, I tried to quit working for my parents last week. Oh, okay. Because I'm editing their fucking... Really? Facebook... Because this corona What are thing, you going to do? Well, I, let me get there. So this Corona thing's going on. I have to Patreon.com for it. <laughs> I, have to, I have to check. I have to check. I have to update my mom's Facebook. And there's people talking about demonic attacks and wars in the spirit. And my mom but is. You knew had to know. This I story. I already knew this, but it's getting to the point where my mom's agreeing with them that yes, there are demonic attacks. I'm like, I cannot. I am so conflicted internally. Like this is like fucked up. That my mom is now spreading. You're pretty much a prostitute at this point. So I, yeah. So I was like, I have to, you guys. I'm sorry. I have to quit working for you. Which is ironically closer to the Bible. And um, I'm already on that. Well, free... you said that to her. Yeah, I said that. To, I've I've tried to quit three times in the last two weeks, and each what does that time, mean? I've said I don't think I should work for you because I don't believe what you believe. Can I be your mom? And okay, uh, but that's not what that's that's not in God's plan, Caleb. That's not what she said. Shit. She just was like. <laughs> Okay, we won't make you do that anymore. So I basically got my job. I got assistant. I'm a personal assistant. That's my job title. I now have two assistants. No, you don't. So I do even less. <laughs> Dude, this is great for the and, pod. But I'm getting. Uh, You're gonna see a giant boost in Instagram. <laughs> actually, actually, yeah. Just like I've been, I'm actually quite busy with doing work that I should have done months ago. <laughs> right catching on. up on that. That's what I was saying. This pandemic. How's your chess to- level? Chess, it's yeah. tanking. I'm in the 1500s. Dude. I was up to 1800 in like February. It's pretty good. I'm Starcraft Platinum. Rank the point, one, so. the point of all that yeah. though, is <laughs> yeah. I, I of can't, your mom. I can't um, remember. You were going to quit, so I was going to quit, and now I do less. And I don't know. I basically just kind of like, how'd your parents take it? You never really talked about it. Not, they just said they just reduced your work. Well, they didn't what take if you want to quit again? I, I still. Well, I can't. I'm kind of tied to them because i'm their only guy in canada can do like banking and signing off stuff oh, well you, i did that would really fuck them over yeah well i don't want i don't want to fuck them over they gave me no, this job to that. help me when i was so depressed i couldn't work anywhere else no by the way 
your parents are great. They're, they're great very people. Lovely. It's yeah. just crazy. It's I cannot no, live with myself that my mom is agreeing with crazy people that there's demons attacking us and the plan. That would bother me too. Right? And I'm up sitting there like uh update this post with the next prayer to war off demons and I'm like what the fuck am I doing? Dude, you can write whatever you want. I know. You don't have to write what you You want to know my silent form of protest? Yeah. <laughs> Whenever I sign on to my mom's Facebook, I mostly just I'm all business. But every the craziest no people, the craziest people I see on there, I just click unfollow. <laughs> that's so, awesome. So she's getting less crazy. <laughs> the thing that's fucked up, I guess this is how it all ties yeah. together. This is the most fucked up part. Is I five years ago when I was depressed about the state of the world <clears throat> and how I thought that there was going to be a massive war and it's going to end. Right. The, my hope, Did you? I still believe that I think there's going to be a huge war in our lifetime that my hope, my I own, believe, I believe that too. My only hope was the world's not going to end, but the internet was this wild card where it's the only time that like the common person, let's say Canada goes to war with Afghanistan. Let's sure. just say I can go on the internet and talk to somebody in Afghanistan and be like, look, man, I got no problem with you. My government has a problem with your government. Sure. Like we have, I don't want to fight each other. Like, yeah. so I thought, the internet might be able to save us, but the pro- what's happened in real life is- You don't think that's happened? That has happened, somewhat. It's happened overwhelmingly. No, but what I feel <clears throat> is happening- This is what Hong I, Kong. This is how I feel, Kyle. Sure, this sorry. is my own perception. Okay. Because I see this on- I saw this- I'm so sick of Facebook right now during this fucking- Everyone's just- I'm not on it. I've, I've taken myself off it a couple days ago, and I'm like, my mental health is just way better. But the problem is, people that- like. I try to respectfully engage people I disagree with, and they just call like they just say, "Do your research." I'll debate anybody, but that's that shit's you'll, dismissive. You'll never get it online. Dismissive. So, dude. so, but when I when you unfollow people who disagree with you, you just get reinforced by people who agree, like. I don't like that either. They're all the, the echo chambers are getting smaller and smaller, and less and less overlap. If it was one of those uh, Venn right. diagrams. <laughs> Everybody was in Facebook for a while, and now it is worse than it used to be. So instead of the uniting thing that I thought the internet was going to be, it's become this echo chamber reinforcing of bigotism and ignorance. And it's, I think the bigotism is relative, but bigotism isn't a word, by the way. And I like that you repeated it. (laughs) Dude, I'll yes and you all day, baby. So what I uh, bigotry. (laughs) What I know, bigotism. These ignorant, ignorant (laughs) bigotists. From, from How the fucking dumb am I? You're you're a smartest guy now, not really. And uh, the, the beginning of the internet, I loved because it was just internet nerds. The regular people weren't on it, mm-hmm. and they were sharing wildly opposite ideas. But it was a civil-ish nice. debate. Yeah. The beginning of the internet, the beginning of Dig.com, which turned into Reddit. Didn't yeah. turn into it, but they kind of stole their they idea. Stole, they stole. They dig, stole their idea it. and said they didn't. Yeah. I don't believe them. They said they completed it, did it in their own. E- like eco chamber of ideas, whatever. But either way, it's the same thing. Turned into Reddit. Reddit blew up. Dig died. Mm-hmm. It's still alive, but it's dead. And uh, it's buried. The beginning of it, it was there was no filtering. Everyone was on the same shit. Yeah, there wasn't as many subreddits. You couldn't. Uh, you couldn't. Uh, you could sign up for things, but there was only so many things. So there was a lot of every opinion, and there's furious debates everywhere. It's how I became an atheist, essentially. Watching the debates happen, having my own opinion on them, and going. Oh, that person doesn't know anything. See, see that's the thing that you, I, what that's drastically reduced in the new internet. Yeah, that's a, I, that little thing I want to touch on is um, 
I know that I'm never convincing the person I'm talking to. I'm con- you're trying to convince the listeners, sure. as in any debate. Yeah, I'll, you're almost never going to convince the person you're. You will though. You'll maybe sow, you'll you can sow a seed. You can't convince them in the moment. I think you can sow a seed of doubt with talking. I'm a, a much better than with writing. You know, like Me and too. and also you only have what like fucking three paragraphs that people are going to read. I doubt. I doubt even that high. So, <clears throat> where were we? So David's got his fucking oh, sack of dicks. Okay. So he drops him in front of Saul. He Saul. Him? Saul realized that the Lord is with David. Um, so yeah, this is the end of the chapter. So Saul realized that the Lord was with David, and the, his daughter Michal loved David. Saul became still more afraid of him. Wait, wait, he, what happened? Okay, I'm just rereading. Saul yep. became more, okay. still more afraid of him, and he remained his enemy to the end of his days. The Philistine commanders continued to go out to battle as often as they did. David would, w- David was met with more success than the rest of Saul's officers, and his name became well known. So in the wars with the Philistines, so he just triumphed overwhelmingly. Yeah, and. These wars are ongoing. It's like you got to imagine every single they I I've been to Israel. Yeah. In September, I don't think it gets that cold. I think it's they so have So cool you did that. Well, what do you mean? Just went there. Oh. Do you have that? Now you're going to be a like professor of Harvard or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I only said that to say about the climate cuz in Europe there was war like campaign season, spring <clears throat> to fall and most armies didn't fight in the winter. I think the Israelites would be fighting the Philistines year round for fucking lifetimes. You it's, would be. It's a generational fucking feud. Like uh, geographically, you're not that far away. No, you're, they're always a threat. That sucks. Our lives are great. You ever like read this shit and go fuck? I think it'd be so much easier to just have an enemy to be pointed at. An enemy to be pointed at. I do at. have. I do have bloodlust unfulfilled. And melee combat is the only form of honorable combat. Dude, we we quit playing sports. Did your life get worse after? Do you think it um, got better and got worse? Yeah, I mean, I miss sports. I do still get like I still get aggressive sometimes. Like I, I go, I'm mosh. That's like kind of my outlet now. I'm way less aggressive when I was playing. Sports, I'm way less I was aggressive. Way more aggressive. I was never like a big hitter though. Really, really. I was. I. I mean, you have In to rugby. I'm not known just for just trucking 130 pounds. Unless I was 130 a, pound more nerds. of a fast guy, honestly. Okay. Yeah, but fast equals good hitter. I, I'm a always, te- I'm a te- always. I'm a textbook tackler. <laughs> okay. I'm, I don't miss very often, but I didn't fucking blow guys up. I was a blowing guys up guy. Well, I'm on the I'm fucking. I'm on the fringe, right? So dislocated one of my good friend's shoulders playing against. <laughs> I got I got two meters on either side of me that I'm responsible for. Oh, okay. I don't know a lot about rugby. Well, I only played a little. Typically, bit. you break. You know, you break down, make the tackle. I mean, I've made big hits, of course. I played for fucking 15 sure. years. Yeah. But I got maybe five big hits compared to, like, my brother Judah has, like, 50 fucking career end. My brother really? Judah is the hardest-hitting dude. You Get know, out of no here. No one believes it. For I don't size. believe it either. What did Judah play? Judah played scrum half. So uh, That's what I played. So if you don't know rugby. For, like, two weeks until my coach made me quit in hockey. If you don't know rugby, there's the scrum and the backs. The backs are the fast guys. The score tries to eat pussy. The scrum is the dumb fucking idiots that get us the ball. Yeah, and scrum, the scrum half is the guy that gets it out of the, the scrum. quarterback. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. the in-between. But That's what I was. Because he plays behind the scrum, he's tackling fucking scrummers. Typically bigger guys. Mm-hmm. Jude is 160 pounds. He's fucking... One leg, two Dude! leg, picking guys up and dropping them. I would have never guessed. Oh, he's he he's, never misses. He's so mellow. He now. won best back. I think he won MVP. Get out of he, here. He's got the most hardware in our family. I don't have an award. I want to play Who one more year. Shit, I want to win an award for the goddamn crows. I got a gold medal for Team Canada play or again. Team BC. Really? Yeah, I want to play this year. I want to play. I want to put one more year in. I want to get in shape and I want to get 
fucking hardware. I want Best Buy. I'll get these from my dad, but I have two championship rings that are fucking blank as fuck. I got a gold medal. I played for BC in 2004. I was the last. I was the last kid cut, and then someone got hurt, and I was called up, and then I made the team, and I put. They put me in in garbage time. In Don't the you miss being a, sorry? Young Tism. I'm curious. What are those rings for? Uh, junior and double uh, A. Provincial. Like, provincial, and then like a. Uh, What's yeah. the other one? They're both provincial. Double, yeah. So you won provincial championships twice? Yeah, but double A, I was 12. Yeah. And then I was 17. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I played U18 BC. That was like my highest I got. And I remember that specifically because Sidney Crosby he wears 87 because he was born in 87. Mm-hmm. And he got drafted to the NHL and I got cut from Team BC. And I was like, I guess my sports career is over. <laughs> that that's what made me realize. Like if I was, at, I kind of thought that maybe I could play for Canada someday. Yeah. And uh, I cut from TBC and Crosby made the NHL. And I was like, I guess I gotta find something else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I started doing comedy. And that's now not, we're here. I guess not why, but that's when it happened. Anyways, did we get any emails this week? <laughs> oh, right into emails. I don't know. That's I, the end of the chapter. I didn't learn anything, if you were asking. Um, did you learn anything? Case nope. next week on the podcast, there Saul tries to kill David. Finally. He already did, by well, the way. Well, he already has. He tried to stab him twice. And he's tried to get him killed indirectly. Yeah, but Saul juked the, him. The, 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 the I guarantee you I know what's happening. He's t- going to try and poison him, isn't he? That's a bitch move. No. Way off. Way off? No. Um, hey, man? I actually don't. I think he just tries to stab him. I'm quite Again? sure. Again? Yeah. So this is the second time. Yeah, but he like he's like, this David, I, for I need to talk to you <laughs> privately. In my knife room. I mean, uh, my bedroom. Knife room? <laughs> yeah. Kyle, you and Saul are the only people that have knife rooms. Dude, we're going to sharpen your knives. <laughs> <laughs> in my fucking... <laughs> my... Not in the living room. <laughs> yeah, fuck. I was trying to think of another weapon. In my gun room? There we go. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Well, yeah, we got an email from Willie. All right. He sounds European. What do you think? English? No. Oh. Willie. Oh. Who the fuck names their kid Willie if they're from Canada? Might as well call him Penis over here. That's like <laughs> that's like calling your kid Fag and meaning cigarettes. We don't call it that. Willie. Doesn't mean cigarettes over here. I hope he's over short. here. It means dick. I hope he's short and people call him Little Little Willie. <laughs> good song how's it going anyways dildos pretty not too bad anyways so it's my understanding that mo moses came down from the mountain with the 10 commandments that god gave to him yeah and he got pissed and smashed them that's his understanding yep that's what happened that's exactly what happened then moses had to rewrite them on stone himself and that's what the hebrews carried around in the ark of the covenant covenant yep right on all accounts Now I'm watching Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> and Indy said, all that's true, but it's the broken pieces of the original tablets that are being carried around by the Jews. Um, Indy wrong. never mentions the ones that Moses made. What do you guys think? Love always, Willie. Well, they went off book there in uh, Indiana Jones. So-, so the broken pieces are never recovered. That's a good point. Did the broken pieces disintegrate? Because if you rip up a piece of paper with words on it, give me 20 minutes and I'll make it make sense. I'm just looking for the part here. That's a fucking great point. I'm just looking. I just want to read the section where he comes down and breaks them. Um, Talk or be interesting for a second. Tism, 
Edit this out. <laughs> um, Mount Sinai, Ten Commandments. When the people saw... We never addressed that. Because you know in Joseph Smith in Mormonism, he says like he looked at the magic thing, and then it was different the second time because God was mad at him. So that's why he couldn't recreate it exactly the same way when people stole his uh, magic writing or whatever. With the, If you smash a tablet... You can put that tablet back together, and it doesn't take a miracle. You know what I'm saying? Sorry. I'm Did just... anyone attempt to do that? I don't think so. Or did he smash it into sand? You know? I th- I can't find this section right now, and okay. I'm feeling like the content, uh, podcast is bombing, but he came. It is. I think he comes down and sees the calf. That's when it happens, and mm-hmm. he gets so mad he breaks the tablets. Yeah, but he can't. And then can God... he break it? Can Moses, an old man at this point, rather, yeah. right? Granted. Yeah. Break a tablet into so many pieces, a person couldn't put it back no, together? No, they couldn't put it back together. Easily. I mean... How was that never talked about? I mean, not necessarily easily, because they don't have glue. What do they... What no, kind no. Of... Piece it together. The fucking stone. Sure, but they need to be intact for people. Yeah, but to then read they could read it. The point is that he damaged... Then they wouldn't have to take Moses' word for it. God gave him... No, that's a good point. I like his point. But So God's punishment on Moses was he had to chisel them... So God etched it in originally. Yeah. So God just fucking Uh took his finger and scratched the rock or something. Then Moses breaks them. This pisses off God, and God says, now you have to go up there and fucking chisel them out yourself and bring them back. As a punishment. And so to to put them back together, what kind of adhesives would they have in ancient times? Clay or mud? I don't mean... It doesn't have to be permanently together. It doesn't have to be movable, but they can put it back together where they can read it well, and confirm that Moses is right. Let's remember what's on there. The Ten Commandments. Wouldn't, wouldn't, do you know how easy it is to remember the Ten Commandments? How, can I, yeah, I understand that. But do you know how valuable it would be? This didn't happen. Something that God wrote. Yeah, I know. Uh-huh. Something that God wrote onto directly. The only thing so far that God has physically touched on earth permanently. No. What else? He touched Adam. He took his <laughs> rib out. He's fucking directly i don't know you know he, what i mean he scooped up uh okay Enoch. Let, me, let me rephrase it the only souvenir you could have from god doing anything so far the bible unless you take so Adam you're saying and that him. these are holy relics that you should... think no one would care oh by the way that pile of smashed rock over there god did that and everyone's like yeah cool i think it's a good point i th- no one tried to put it together also no one Thought to keep it. People You're saying w- like putting it together. Here's why I hung yeah. up on putting it together. You're saying it like it's easy in modern times. We could go down the dollar, sto- dollar store and get some Gorilla Glue. You don't need glue. To, to read. But they have to. This is supposed to be forever their laws. Their ten fucking laws that they need. Sure. It's got to be intact. What does it say about your God and your laws? If that's not my point. If you live Come into then. our court of laws and read these shards of rock. No, that's rewritten. Whatever. But the original. Yeah. Right. People collect pogs in a lifetime. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so you know, it, people aren't going to collect the shattered remains. I mean, it's possible that's, of the Ten Commandments that God wrote with His own finger. It, it's it's in, you know to quote Joe Rogan, it's entirely possible that but some that some Jew went and scooped him up and put him in his pocket yeah. and handed him down for four thousand years. You're telling me not one Jew thought that'd be worth something someday. Probably, Jasmine. You're telling me not one. <laughs> I don't think that they would, honestly, because that's fucking insane. Well, here's how I imagine it. You say you take your tablet, you take your iPod, and you come down and you fucking smash it, mm-hmm. right? And I go, I could probably get the information I need off that iPad if I took it somewhere, yeah. or I can just get a brand new iPad with all the same information on it. Why not just take the new iPad, the new tablets, the new tablets? Well, I mean, was the, the old iPad created by Steve Jobs himself? 
I don't know if most... Did, he, did Steve Jobs assemble that old iPad? Because if Steve Jobs assembled that iPad, I... that's the one I want. Because I'm going to wait 10 years and then he dies and then it's worth a billion dollars. If I had I Steve they... Jobs' original iPhone, I don't think... that would be worth a fucking $10 million. I don't think that the ancient people collected fucking... You tell me Jews don't like money? Is that what you're trying to say? No, I don't think they liked antiques. Because I think <laughs> technology did not progress enough for it to be like, this wheelbarrow is actually from the Assyrian era. It's, like, it's made out of iron, and it's more valuable than our fucking... Like, yeah, but something... No one has the foresight. They don't live till they're like 60. Yeah, they but, die at 35. You know, people handed down heirlooms, generation by generation, necklaces, shit like that. Sure. Something literally it's, touched I, it's by... It's possible. Sure. Something literally Fine. touched... Touched by God. Who gives a fuck what it says? In that case. Proof God touched it. In that case. Moses said it, so that would be the most proof anyone could have. There's a Jewish have. family somewhere in Israel that has been handed down a rock with some chisels in it. That's, the that's actual, not what I'm saying. That's No, that exists now. Okay. That's probably what sure. is true. Yeah. I mean, All right. I it might have value. They might have saved it. It's not written I in the book. I just said, Willie has a good point, that the fact that no one would ever want to save that or look at the original is kind of like more proof that it doesn't exist is the kind of thing i would say it's proof of anything because it's not mentioned we just invented this whole scenario none of that's proof no 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 it is mentioned he created one he smashed it on the ground so but but what does that prove and it never survived the fact that it hasn't survived in any instance well okay a way better thing that hasn't survived is the actual ark of the covenant i understand so that's way more of a big deal than shards of the fucking original Ten Commandments. Both of those. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like also not finding original texts of the Bible. We found some, I guess, old ones. And I mean, none of those would have been originals. They would have been copies of copies. I think we agree. But the, Mostly. Uh, sure. I don't understand what your point that's there's no I just proof like of anything his point that it's worth I like something. his point that no one gave a shit that he smashed it. If you chisel something in stone, you can put it back together like a puzzle. Yeah. And you can look at it. But no one went, I'm going to double check his work with this Maybe new- they did. It just doesn't say anything about it. Yeah. Sure. But so it's fine. You don't know that no one went. So maybe they did. So that uh, what I'm saying are is we, are we looking point? at it from the position that it, if it was important, it was included? What do you- uh, everything in the everything that's in the Bible is in the Bible for a reason. If it was important, dude. Should it have been should inc- be included. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We did take that. That's our stance. So if people had put the fucking thing back together, God. Okay, I'm I'm not gonna die on this. I just thought it was a good point. I, it's an interesting idea. Right, I, I don't it. I don't know what the point. All right, is, Willie. Though. Caleb says go fuck yourself. It doesn't prove anything. You know what? The interrupters on your side. <laughs> we know who the real fucking. Uh, here was in this story. It's me. That's, is that me bombing? That's this podcast ending real flat. Just played the song, fucking dude. No, we got to give an outro. You can guys uh, <laughs> we can find give us an outro. at CanadaComedy.ca. And now we're on Kyle, video. Kyle, how I got what? more than one angry message about uh, you fucking idiots make a video podcast and don't tell anybody yes, where to watch it. Yes, I'm about to say that. I got multiple too, but here's the thing. <laughs> Hang on. Okay? Slow your roll. Fuck you guys. Also, literally, literally, fuck you guys. Yeah. The video podcast comes out a week after the podcast, because this shit is a lot of work, so deal with it. It's really the same amount of work. We just press play. Oh, it's way more for me. Not for, not for me. <laughs> no, not for Caleb. Okay, it comes out a week later. You can go to YouTube, The Bible Beaters Podcast on YouTube. That's the channel, The Bible Beaters Podcast. When you hear this... Last week's episode will be out on video. That's where you can find us. 
You can stop messaging so you, me. So you can stop bitching. So you idiots can uh, listen to the podcast, then watch the podcast. Yeah. And if you watch podcasts, we don't need you. <laughs> You're fucking below. Yeah, don't subscribe. Don't tell your friends. People who watch podcasts are morons. Yeah. In fact, this is a kill. This is a kill yourself test. If you make it to our front page, there's no video. It just says kill yourself. <laughs> I mean, how does a kill yourself test work, Kyle? What? If you should kill yourself. It's, oh, if it, they go to Bible Beaters, the oh, Bible Beaters podcast. Like, should I kill myself? Yeah, uh-huh. And if you're like, it's like a flow chart that says, do you watch podcasts? It's not a flow chart. And if you say yes, <laughs> it just goes right to yeah, a news. Pretty much. Yeah. It's, it's kill yourself. <laughs> All right. CanadaComedy.ca. iTunes. Give us a rating. You know the drill. We'll see you next week. Next week. Saul tries to kill David.